0: If you don't put it front and center and you just let it happen, then the culture isn't actually something that's intentional. It just is a byproduct. And that's fine uh, for many organizations, but when you're going to lead with your values, you have to make it intentional. Mm-hmm. How have you, say, established uh, these values as a day to day embodiment? Yeah, it really does have to be the day-to-day movements of everybody in the organization. So one of the first things that we did was ensure that everybody knew not only what they were, but what they meant. And so when you have three just words that you use to describe your core values, it really becomes that definition. So for people, it's we we want to have an environment where people not only are put first, but we genuinely care for and respect all the individuals in our organization. And one of the key attributes of our people core value is that we will respect everyone, especially when we disagree. Healthy disagreement is a good thing for the organization, especially in our world where we want to get to the right answer. It doesn't matter who comes up with the right answer. And so Creating an environment where healthy dialogue, healthy disagreement can occur means that you have to start from a foundation of caring about people and about ensuring that when we disagree, we do so in a respectful manner. Mm -hmm. We do so in a way that acknowledges somebody else's differences and tries to understand where they're coming from. And that's really difficult at times because for anybody who is really passionate about something that, that matters to them, if somebody comes in and, and has a disagreement around that, it's hard not to take it personally. And so we've had to really work around how that looks in the organization. And that starts with just having individual conversations and demonstrating what it looks like to say, I hear you. I understand what you're saying. I do disagree with you. And here's why I disagree. I disagree. And then having that healthy dialogue back and forth. Mm -hmm. Now I'd be lying to say that if that in every conversation where there's disagreement, it goes like that. It doesn't, you know, there are shouting matches at times. There are, uh, hurt feelings at times there are wedges that can be driven out. And so then a part of our core values as a people centric organization is to acknowledge when that happens, and own it and say, yeah, we screwed that up. I shouldn't have said what I said. And so as soon as we recognize it, we want to acknowledge that. And that comes to that personal accountability piece when it comes to our core values. And Mm -hmm. that's part of our other, uh, you know, as we look at, at other, the other core values, that growth piece is part of that. We personally and professionally want to grow. We individually and collectively want to grow. And part of growth is recognizing and acknowledging failure and mistakes and owning it. Mm -hmm. And so we have a culture around the organization that we're okay. We don't want to fail, but we recognize that we learn more in our failures than we do in our successes. And so we're okay taking risks, calculated risks, but risk nonetheless, and recognizing that we're likely going to make a mistake. And so what do we learn from the mistake? And so we do a lot of after action reports, you know. Uh, sort of a military term that 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 is used, but in many ways that's our our, our post uh, project um, recap. Mm-hmm. Whether that's an internal project, so we're implementing a new system, or whether that's actually in the field and in our projects, what do we learn from it? One of the characteristics of the organization is that we will take on projects we've never done before, and when you do that, you have to recognize that we may not have priced it uh, the way we should have. Because we didn't know, so we bid it the best we with the best data that we could. But because we've never operated a project like that, it may take us longer than we thought, especially early in that project. So if it's only a four week project, you're a week behind. You're likely not going to make that all up in in and still have a quality project. So we have to recognize and acknowledge that, and say, yeah, what did we learn from it? Mm-hmm. We did a massive uh, resort uh, remodel last year. And it was a project we had never done before. Many, many buildings. All of our teams typically work in silos. So one uh, crew is out working all year long and they're just hanging, they're just with each other. It's one crew. They get to know each other. They get to know how they work. Well, this one was such a massive project that we ended up having six or seven crews all working together with one primary foreman that was challenging it was challenging from a people perspective because they were used to doing it their own way and now you have one chief instead of multiple and, and and there were territories around well that's my guy why are you talking to my guy right and they were and that was nothing other than that's what they were used to mm-hmm. so not only did we have a a project we'd never done before but now we've put all of our teams together and as an organization in hindsight we went yeah that probably wasn't the smartest thing that we mm-hmm. could have done we maybe should have set this up differently or at least put some things in motion to ensure that we were paying attention to it. It was a learning experience. So in that experience, the people side, it, is that that was a learning experience where maybe the core values didn't shine through as much as you would have liked to seen. Is that what you're saying? I think in some ways, yes. And and it's balancing that we we didn't anticipate that we couldn't put all of these guys together and have one senior leader over the organization from or, or over that project from a project standpoint. So we had a, a project manager like we do on all of our projects. But then because we had six foremen along with their all of their crew on this site, we decided to have one primary foreman who was over all of it. And so those other foremen then had to mm. report into a, a a senior foreman. They're they're not used to that, and right. so there were those hurt feelings. There mm. were was kind of this territorial. Hey, you shouldn't talk to this guy and they all had different personalities. And so one foreman may say, well, I set my project up this way. And another project uh, or another foreman's gonna say, well, I do it this way. Mm -hmm. And and instead of having the coping skills to go, okay, let's come together and figure this out, they're not used to that. And so we set them up for not the kind of success that we would hope to have. However, at the end of the day, they all bonded together. And the project uh, from the client's perspective went off without a hitch and they were really happy with the end product. So we learned a lot from it. So did our guys. One of the things that we did take away from it is if we're going to do that again, we need to prep those guys better. Mm -hmm. So instead of just going, Hey, here's the project scope, let's go get the project set up. We would bring people together and talk about the rules of engagement for disagreements Mm -hmm. and some of those types of things that they're just not.